Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the UFTA podcast. We are on season two, episode 17. I am Jordan Rudolph. I am joined by... Coach Emily, as always. Yes, we are the hosts of the UFTA podcast. We are here delivering our surprisingly fresh take on all things health, fitness, nutrition, and maybe a few things in between, like beer, bourbon, best football team in the world. Obviously the Bills. Yes, hopefully. It fits with your bees. Yes, it does. It does, actually. Um, I was actually kind of thinking about that as I was saying, like, oh, no. Um, And as you were listening to this on Monday after the last week of the NFL season, hopefully you are listening to this and a Packer fan, as in we are in the playoffs. And the Bills are already in. And the Bills are already in. It's just a matter of seeding. Yeah. It's been quite a a week for the Bills, thankfully. Yes. Obviously, everyone's probably heard about the... DeMar. DeMar on Mm -hmm. Monday night, but thankfully he's been improving and continues to improve so that's a positive but definitely a scary moment for, for sure everybody can't imagine being there but no coach ryan and i just did our cpr recertification uh yesterday we're doing this mm-hmm. on a friday the week before you hear this guys and we were there and the instructor um brought that up yeah She's like cpr like this is this was the thing like mm-hmm. how it saved his life and went through the whole thing and yeah. yeah i was reading some research on that specifically one of my friends had sent me an article on it and it was mm-hmm. crazy the stats and i don't remember the exact numbers but the stats of like quick CPR administered right away yeah. versus like not being able to or nearly like yes or no. Yeah, it's um she she just went through the the global stats yesterday. CPR <clears throat> by itself has a 18% chance if, mm-hmm. if certain things happen. Um for every minute I think it's every minute that it's not administered, you lose 7 to 10% of your chance of 100% success mm-hmm. out of the 17 out of, out of the yeah. yeah. If an AAD is involved, it jumps up to like 64. It's higher. Um, and then there's percentages from men and women uh, mm-hmm. behind that too. And their thought is is that men are too afraid or women are also too afraid to completely bear the chest of a woman on, mm-hmm. on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they don't all the way. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that causes like not as good compressions. The AED is not as, as, as legit and, yeah. and XYZ. So there's a lot of stuff, but yeah, CPR, it's, it's great. Like, I still think everybody should know how to do it. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a thing that we have to pay for every two years to be certified in. I still think it should be a mandatory know how thing. To do it. Yeah. 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 Everybody so should know how to save somebody's life. Definitely. And Definitely it also, agree. I think helps people with situations in emergencies of having people know what the hell to do mm-hmm. to help people. Right. Even if they're not the person administering the CPR, they know like, oh, that person needs someone to call yes. 911. That person needs yes. someone to get an AED. Like, 100%. Like, you, you just got know. recertified a few weeks ago, so you, you're yeah, fresh I did on this it, too. Uh, a little bit ago. It's about two months ago now. Oh, but geez, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was November. Holidays, you know? <laughs> it was a blur, really, <laughs> yeah. but it was November. <laughs> Tuesday this past week is a blur to me. Yeah. That was three days ago. Yeah. Um, it's, it's all been that. we got a lot of stuff going on here. we got a lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on uh, for Unity. Mm-hmm. we got a lot of stuff, as you and I both have, outside the lives. And yep. we have a lot of stuff going uh, in, in other areas, too. So mm-hmm. it's, it's good. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. What stuff are we talking about today for our peeps? Ooh, today we're going to dive into way back when we did the OG podcast on the live. We had a fabulous question from one of our members 
who asked, what is our most frustrating thing as coaches that we see? Um, and both of us coincidentally had the same answer in that people kind of getting in their own way, if you will. So we are going to expand on that. And we kind of teased this a little bit in last week's episode as well, touching on a little bit of that victim mentality that can creep in and almost deter us away from achieving whatever health and fitness goals we have set in the new year, what, or really any goals, honestly. It doesn't even have to be health and fitness related. Um, but anything we kind of set as we dive into kind of this second full week of the new year as you're listening to this uh, now. Yeah, so it kind of comes down to, like, we can, the simplicity of this all is, is, um, What's the number one thing holding you back from achieving your goals, mm-hmm. right? And and essentially, we are we are trying to uh, give you our feedback from. I, I started to use this language the other day. And how many people do you think you? I'm going off a tangent real quick. Second okay. cup of coffee was just finished. <laughs> Might have a three cup day today. First time in a long time. Just for the hell of it. Um, now I don't remember where I was going with it. Yes, I do. How many people do you think you've probably impacted and serviced um, directly and indirectly? Count them both because we, mm-hmm. when we help somebody, if we think like Lori P., for example, mm-hmm. we start helping her, she starts helping her family, her sister joins. Right. I, no, did Julie come after Lori P.? I think so. I'm sorry if I got that wrong. I'm got, Take that statement away. Just look at it this. Lori P. and her husband and Mm -hmm. how rich and and how great he is doing in his health stuff now and what Mm -hmm. the weight loss that he's had just from being in proximity because of what Lori P.'s learned here and what she's now done at home. Right. So think of that. Like we help Lori P. We actually help two people. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can probably easily, I would say, at least double any number of people that you've helped. How many people do you think in the last 10 years? Gosh. I don't know. Hundreds or thousands? Probably at least a thousand, maybe more. So we can once still we, double we can it. still say hundreds. Yeah. And I think I've had more. Yeah. Like I've had. Hundreds. I really have. I mean, like honestly, probably probably thousands. If I think yeah. of all the jobs I had in Same. college, all the fitness centers. Same. And total them. Yeah. Same. And the and then what we put out in social media, what you put out in social media, yeah. thousands. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. In person though, thousands. Yeah. Between you and I combined, easily. For sure. No doubt. Mm-hmm. So when I come, I wanted, I wanted to go through that long tangent of a conversation um, to help you guys understand after working with thousands, because that's what I'm putting on our social media stuff from Unity Fitness now, yeah. and I'm confidently putting it on there mm-hmm. um, now after this conversation. Uh, after working with thousands of people, we came up with this number one reason why people don't succeed from working, after working with those thousands of people. It's not that we Correct. work with 10, it's not that we work with 20, 100, couple hundred. Mm-hmm. It's thousands. Yeah. And it's a universal one thing. Yeah. Like, I don't think we would say anything else ranks above this in terms of reasons that get in people's way. Yeah. It's this. It's the one thing. And it was four years ago, maybe five years. No, you haven't been here that long. Mm, four. Probably three or four years ago that we were asked that Q&A thing where you joined me on the live show. Yeah, it was just after I started. It's probably about four. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't have you brainwashed yet, so we both had a different answer from different <laughs> perspectives. Right. I was, I was new enough to yeah. have own, my own opinions. Yeah. <laughs> um, you weren't part of the cult yet. Um, so we had that community. going. Community. The community. Sorry. Community. The other C word. Uh, 
four years later, we're still saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. And if I have to say it now, I'm saying it with more certainty. Yeah, I agree. I think it's only become more prevalent when we start to, whenever I know I sit down in a conversation with someone and we start diving into like what's getting in the way, what's standing in your way, a lot, like more times than not, it boils down to this. It's usually the thing is not, oh, I just don't know what to do. It's not lack of information. It's not being unsure of the next steps. It's this one thing of getting in our own ways, whether that, that can take many different forms, but it's really getting in your own way. And, and that one thing that's holding more, more, most, the most people back or the Mm -hmm. one thing that's holding all people back from Mm -hmm. achieving more goals is themselves, themselves, themselves. His or herself, themselves. Yeah. Yes. Told you a lot of coffee. I just chugged <laughs> it. That's that, that's my problem. I didn't sip it. Um, so the number one thing that are holding people back is themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think it goes into that. We kind of you kind of touched on it. I brought it up last week. That victim stuff. Uh, what I mean by that when I say it, and then we'll go with your end, mm-hmm. and you and it might be the same thing. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, it's the story that we tell ourselves uh, and that we start believing in so much that we then just live the life of the story that we literally freaking told ourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the way that things are, but it's a made-up world that you told yourself. It's the book that you are writing and you wrote it and you wrote it so well that you are telling yourself that and you think that's the way that things have to be. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it ties a little bit, very, very, very similar. I think for me, it ties a lot back into being honest with yourself about what is happening and kind of that story is the facade, or we can even use the word lie, that we tell ourselves and again, trick ourselves into believing the lack of truth behind that, Mm -hmm. I think is what really gets me about it, Mm -hmm. is that you tell yourself this story and all of a sudden, like, it is reality. It is where, like you said, where you're living. But you don't even realize sometimes, and this is where a coach can be helpful, that it is not the truth. Oh, like, 100% it is your coach. truth. Yeah. Right? It is your truth. And you're living that truth. You're living that story. And you don't even realize it. And I think that's, for me, one of the most rewarding parts when we can realize it. But one of the most frustrating parts where it starts to become and just stays that truth in you can't even see that it's not. Well, they get they get so far down into that. You there's another word that you said there was trick. So let me make mm-hmm. sure remind me to come back to trick because okay. as you know my rabbity brain will get off of that. My squirrely brain will leave that right away. Um, but there's a big part of that where like they get so far down into that truth that they almost become unhelpable. Mm-hmm. But here's the other thing: they believe that they are unhelpable. Yes. <laughs> and then they make <laughs> themselves unhelpable because they don't believe that they can be helped. Yes. And then, what what is there to do? Like, that's their thought mm-hmm. process. But if, if you guys are blocking off all channels, if this person is blocking off all channels, and I don't want to say you guys are our listeners, sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that. The proverbial you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you were to be blocking off all channels like that, like, you make yourself unhelpable by what you lied yourself or tricked yourself into. And this is where I kind of wanted to follow up with the word trick, mm-hmm. is I was going to say the word sell. Like, you write the story, you mm-hmm. write the lie, you trick yourself into believing the lie. You sold yourself on your own lie. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like you just created that reality for yourself instead of 
taking back and like stepping back, realizing where you have control, where you could change that story yeah. potentially. Um, so furthering that, then that goes to your other point about the victim mentality. Mm-hmm. Because when they go down that story, here's the other thing. They need validity. They need, they need, they need that. So what do they do? They tell every freaking person about that story that they had and how bad they had it, how bad things were, how woe is me, this is my circumstance, this is this is why I can't, this is why I didn't, this is why I don't. Mm-hmm. It's the whole thing. And everybody around that person knows their story mm-hmm. so well that they stop listening to it over time so they have to keep telling it over and over and over or make up another freaking lie, quote unquote. To make the story more interesting. Right. Right. There's always something else. Mm-hmm. There's always something else because whether it's a demand for attention, seeking attention, um, that's the way that person is uh, unfortunately communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 a learned thing, but a lot of it's internally learned, maybe taught in a weird way. Uh, we don't want to go down that route, but the the big part is that it's a victim mentality now, and and again, it's it's still that story that they're telling themselves. You've heard it, heard it all, right? Mm-hmm. We can we can label the traditional ones. We're in the new year. Right. We know that seventy percent or eighty percent by the end of this month will be done. What are some of the stories yep. that people are going to say? I mean, we could just uh, list them off in terms of we're too busy, we don't have the time, right? We can say, oh, the weather can be kind of playing into that. We can say any number of and at the end of the day, kind of excuses to say, this is why I didn't get it done. Like meal prep is time consuming. I don't know what to eat. Or even that one, like you might know what to eat, but if you say you don't know what to eat, you trick yourself into believing when we dive deeper, you might even come up with the ideas yourself. Yeah. Right. Um, We can go down with the don't know over complicating things and not taking action on anything. Right? Like, oh, I can't make it. The all or nothing mentality ties into that. Can't make it into the gym five days a week. Might as well not go at all. Mm-hmm. That'll tie into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. I, Any come to your mind, those well, top ones? I mean, you've, you've nailed them all. Yeah. Right? A lot. Um, yeah, you need, need a lot. And we can say, as a compassionate coach that you and I are, mm-hmm. we will dive into and we will help however we can in those solutions but if again the person says what they're saying they believe it so much that they become unhelpable it falls on deaf ears it, you know, mm-hmm. like we can't get it and and to be honest like we know being told something uh especially what to do or not to do if it's it, it we were going to do the opposite anyway so what happens is the person has to kind of come to that realization that they have to ultimately do this themselves mm-hmm. i could be the uh the direct coach and say for a person that says all those things to me well, you know what? Somebody out there that has less time than you, less money than you, less X, Y, Z than you, uh, feeling worse is getting it done. Mm-hmm. So, right? Yeah. Like, we could say that. Yeah. we. It's. I mean, it's a very direct call out on your, your bullshit, as you usually say. Mm-hmm. Call them on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you and I are both becoming better and better at passively and aggressively calling people out on their bullshit Mm -hmm. Uh, which I think makes us better coaches by the way yeah Um, and it's needed Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want to say that Emily and I are soft by any means but we are definitely softies before we are anything else yeah Um, we're we're, we're too compassionate 
Right. And that's where we, at the same time, like, we do recognize that some of these things that we are currently labeling as excuses can be very real obstacles Mm -hmm. that we can overcome. Mm -hmm. But where we get trapped in this victim mentality that we're referring to is when those excuses become immovable obstacles. Instead of saying, like, okay, this is a thing I have to deal with, I'm going to use one of our current members, Karen, who was coming in, working out in here, weather stuff, commuting times, times didn't work. Instead of saying like, oh, I can't do it at all, she's now training online with us. Perfect example of like where that immovable obstacle of not coming in could have easily been, hey, I can't do this at all. Instead of pivoting and saying, no, no, I can do this at home. Great example of that. And And that's where we kind of have to draw the line of where can we move, where can we flex, where do we need to be called out, how can we make it happen. Yeah, and there's things that will lead to other things, like a busy week will lead to then maybe not eating as well, will be Nate not sleeping as well. Like, It's the same reason why supplements help people follow through with their stuff as well. Like, We know supplements are there to supplement, not be the main priority, but if we know if we have people starting with some supplements that we recommend or prescribe, it helps them follow through on their nutrition, their sleep, their workouts, because they want to get the maximal benefit of taking those supplements and using that investment. Mm -hmm. Like It works both ways. We understand that too. Um, and going to that same extent of that, it's, I think this is the people, the part that people miss a lot when we talk about like the adaptation pieces and like what they can do is, uh, the thing that you and I have both said, it's, it's their lie. If we want to use the word lie, facade or story, mm-hmm. whatever it is, they wrote it. They told themselves that the, the thing I told one of our, we, we have a, a lady starting later today with us. That I talked to her on Wednesday, um, and I used the same story that I used from somebody else the Friday prior on her, and I'll tell it again, is that we don't understand when we have the power to kind of do that, close that book and don't compare yourself to whatever's in that book. Just open up another book and start writing. Or just, or what I told her too, is if that doesn't work and we're on this other path, end of chapter. Mm-hmm. let's just write a new chapter it doesn't even have to be the next scene it can be whatever the heck we want it to be we can come back to it later but new chapter like we have the power to write this next piece so why are you keep writing the same damn book why yeah. do you keep writing the same damn story like I'm not reading I don't want to just always read the drama I don't always want to read the sad mm-hmm. like I want to read about triumph I want to read about uh, overcoming empowerment I want to read about success like the stories the movies that we all love we love because the main character had something going on and had the moment where they overcame it and then had the climax, the, the, the peak at the end where they, they had the conclusion and they mm-hmm. overcame success. And that's what makes us love the character, the movie, the, everything about it. Mm-hmm. And that's where, to use, kind of to frame with our victim, like not writing yourself as the victim, like that's the story of the hero. That's yeah. not the story of the victim. That's, that, that's oh man, just write on it. And that's what I wanted. To, that's what I wanted to put on here. That's why I wanted to talk about it at the end of the closing marks here. Like mm-hmm. we talked a lot about the negative in this, which Emily and I were just talking about pre pre recording about how we have to get better at talking about the negative because we don't like to. We avoid really, it. Really got better at that for yeah. these last eighteen minutes. That was a good switch. <laughs> we did it for an eighteen minutes. Yeah, um, for one day. I'm like then we pull, we'll both leave this room and be like that was a little that was a little too much. <laughs> then we won't do it again for two weeks. <laughs> um, but. That was the whole thing I wanted to already go to, and Emily already did it. Like, we want we want 
to go from the victim to the hero. Mm-hmm. We, we, we want to scrutinize the victim. We want, to, we want to praise the hero. You can be both, but know that if you are one, you can go back to the other if you want to write it that way. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where the control piece comes in. You mm-hmm. have the control to take, like we talked about last week, to take the actions to write your story and make this a different outcome yep. than previous outcomes. Close the book, open another one, turn the page, next chapter... You have the ability to change every single thing, essentially, in pursuit of your goal. You just have to be able to step back or hire a third party, hire a coach, get some third party eyes on that uh, that are objective that can say, hey, and maybe call you on your bullshit a little bit and say, hey, like, this is what we're doing. This is the path that leads. Do you want to go down that path or do you want to go down a different one? Mm-hmm. There's two questions I want to ask you, Em. Number one, have, did you see my notes for this episode prior to? No. Okay. You told me the topic, but that's what it... Yeah, but the notes, my progression of how I wanted this quick show to go has gone to... Like, I'm almost wondering if you saw my notes. Because I was going to echo the other piece of that's where the coach comes in. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where having a coach to help you with this comes so nicely. And a coach is not uh, a, a friend... Um, a significant other, like it can be, mm-hmm. but you should also have some sort of outside help. Mm-hmm. You, you should. You should have. A, you should have an identity, an entity that is out yeah. there for that you are hiring specifically to help you. Mm-hmm. Can't Agreed. always be the the other the other the close to you, somebody yeah. close to you. Yeah, I was just talking to one of our members yesterday about how coaching sometimes doesn't come best from family members, and it was one of our high schoolers, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, you're so right." <laughs> I know exactly what In a said. different way, yeah. but yes. And I think that holds true. I mean, I've found that in my own life. Right? The funniest like, part is like... I don't coach Brock, you coach Brock. Right. When he has yeah. a golf experience question, like, right. ask Jordan. Yeah. Um, the funniest part about that scenario, too, is like we're saying oftentimes the same thing that mm-hmm. the parents have said or the other person it's has true. said. That's, that's actually how it came up. 90%, 95% is probably the same. Yeah. Right? But that's funny. where having a third party outside perspective yes. is quite helpful. So, and this is where guys having patience when you are hiring this third party, mm-hmm. it's having the patience. If it's a good coach or a good person, they'll ask the questions and get all the details that you need. You don't need to dump it on them or think that they should understand you completely by the point of your story. Be truthful and be honest and tell them the story that by the questions that they're asking so mm-hmm. that they can help you in the best way possible. You don't need somebody to reinforce you're bad. Correct. And that's, like you said, be honest. Tell the tell the true story. Don't tell the one you're living in currently. Yeah. Um, a good coach will be able to kind of hear where you're at and probably yeah. ask questions to, to weed yeah. through that story you're telling yourself. But really getting at the root um, cause of that is mm-hmm. the way to change it. Mm-hmm. If you're telling a made-up thing, we can help made-up problems. But if you're telling the real thing, we can help the real problems. For sure. And Mark Twain has a quote up there that's one of my all-time favorites. I can't believe I I don't know if I've ever said this before. You might remember if I've said it. Um, you might as well always tell the truth because you have an easier time you have an easier time remembering everything. Mm-hmm. If you if you tell different lies and tell yourself different things, you have a harder time to remember. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep all that stuff straight if you're not being truthful to yourself too. Definitely. So have I said that before in a podcast of you and I? Maybe. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe mention it. Mark Twain is a good guy. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. The number one thing holding people back from getting their results is themselves. Mm-hmm. It's it's it, and this is our take on it. This is the oofta 
right? Yes. This is the oof to take on it. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, it might be something that you've heard before, but we just dove into the reason why. We also want to make sure that we have the, we have a solution, and the solution is to probably have a coach being involved. Again, a bias plug for us, but it doesn't have to be us. Mm-hmm. Uh, a biased coach that's credible and good. It's willing to do things for you. Uh, but more importantly, end that chapter, end that book, start writing the next book, and start figuring out how to make that happen. This might have been something that's been going on for a while with a lot of you. You might have done New Year's resolutions towards this type of thing multiple, multiple times, done all the challenges, and you're still in the same spot, maybe worse. You're going to have to start doing something differently, and you're going to have to start telling your story differently to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the big thing that has to change. You, you can't go back and try everything different if you're just going to keep telling yourself the same thing. Yep. Starts with telling yourself something different. That spawns right into those different actions, which is like we've talked about many times. Those actions are what are going to yield you those results. So it starts with the what you tell yourself moves into action. Dropping knowledge, second episode into the new year. Power. Hopefully this is empowerment. That's what we want to do too. Hopefully, so. yeah. All right, guys. That's episode 16. I think that's enough. Um, 17. 17. 17. Um, and Emily's Emily's off of, uh, got to get off the grid so we can get her on the floor. Thank you guys so much for listening. Share this with somebody who needs to hear this because yeah. we all know people that need to hear this. Um, and also it helps us. Uh, download, like, subscribe, subscribe, and feedback. Rate. Rate, yes, yes. See, I'll remember all of them someday. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we'll see you next week. Uh, once again, Happy New Year. Hopefully you're going along in your journey. Take it slow. If you're new to it, take it slow. If you're trying it again, uh, be patient and the results will come. We promise. Yep. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Cheers.